Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We are talking about some of those favorite family traditions heading into the Christmas season. I think we might have a new one, and that's, of course, being a part of the Santa Claus Christmas Parade, as it was just fun to be there with community and to talk about Christmas. And then, of course, our Christmas tree and the nativity. So those are the things that we do to kick off the Christmas season, a little bit of everything, a little commercial. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. Don't hold it against me. Um, And then a, a lot of Jesus and a lot of family time. Producer Mike, do you have any uh, family Christmas traditions that you, when you think of Christmas, you think of this? Yeah, as soon as you mentioned it, I thought uh, Kenny G's Christmas album. Ah, classic! <laughs> I don't know if anybody else <laughs> grew up with that the same way I did, but uh, yeah, that oh. was that was the album that was on every year when we were putting together the Christmas tree, you yeah. know, because ours came in a box. For sure, so of did course. ours. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, we'd be assembling the tree and listening to the Kenny G Christmas album. Yes, um, Boney M., for us, mm-hmm. that was our Christmas nice, playlist. Nice. Okay, because of course, back in the day, it wasn't like you're hopping from artist to artist. Like you, no. you had the tape seat, or not even CD record for our Boney M. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you just you let it play. Yep, man, good times. Good times. See, music also is a, a big part of the tradition. Um, actually, we got a message here from Martha, and you can text in as well nine zero five three three eight twelve fifty for her Christmas traditions is being a part of her church choir and getting ready for the Christmas Eve service. Uh, love going to the Christmas Eve service when they light the candles too, the candlelit services, and you just look around and the lights are off, but all of these candles just displaying light and just diving into the idea of like Jesus is a light in the world and we get to be that light too. So um, thank you, Martha, for sharing what your favorite Christmas tradition happens to be. And guys, text anytime. We love hearing from you today as we dive into that conversation of those Christmas traditions that you must have. Uh, A few of you saying that you always go to your uh, church Christmas cantata. Uh, Also, the food. Yes, says Dean. The food. Yeah. Ah, well, now I'm getting hungry, guys. Good thing it's almost supper. I'm Holly Taylor. We are talking about those Christmas gifts that just keep on giving. Um, For me, it was a memory as well. I was, oh goodness, maybe eight or nine Christmas morning. Kind of sad. My grandmother had moved to Toronto. I was living in Sherrod Park at the time. And then the doorbell rang. I thought, oh, that's weird. It's Christmas morning. Aren't these hooligans in in their home? Okay, I was young. I wasn't saying hooligans, but it was just very surprising. And so I opened the door and uh, right there before my very eyes, it was my grandmother. Yep, I I might have cried a little bit. I was super excited. It was a a really wonderful moment for me. Um, So we were talking about those gifts that are a memory, an experience, something that'll last a lifetime. Producer Mike... Any stories? Yeah, when I was, I must have been 16, uh, found an envelope in the Christmas tree. And that was my grandpa sending my dad and I to Florida on a trip. Stop. Yeah, so, uh, and that was another one of those ones that, like, just great memories, you know? Yeah. Still to this day, I remember that trip, and it was a good time. Yeah. Um, can I adopt your grandpa? I, I wish you could. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, he was, uh, he was a great man. And yeah, it just um, he always did stuff for, for my sister and then did something different for me. Mm-hmm. And this was that different thing. Amazing. Yeah. He saw you. Yeah. He saw it was important. Yeah. 
See, and like my grandmother's not here as well, but the memory feels like it was yesterday. Oh, I know. It feels so close. Yeah. And I still have the pictures, and we Aww. went to Daytona, saw a NASCAR race for the first time. and So incredible. Yeah, just a great time, yeah. Aw, thank you for sharing. Of course. Um, maybe you've got a story. You can always call or text 905-338-1250. Uh, we got a message here from Tina, and she said that um, for Christmas, she had her very first daughter, and her daughter is the joy of her life. I'm sure all your kids are, but um, having a Christmas gift, a little baby, that's really sweet. Thank you for sharing today. So we're talking about those gifts that honestly, you can't put a price tag on. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Good Company and sharing your stories. We always love to hear from you. So you can always call or text 905-338-1250. Also, if there's someone who is very special to you and you want them to experience an extra special Christmas, don't forget to check out our website, joyradio.ca. Nominate them for a pair of tickets to see Lauren Daigle. Uh, Also, they'll be entered to win the grand prize. That includes an additional $300 in gift cards. Is Lauren Daigle going to help us? our Christmas day, make it super special. So don't forget to visit the website to submit the information about the people that you want to nominate, joyradio.ca. Now, this is a pretty incredible thing to do for someone that you love. Although, does our love have any boundaries? Hopefully, only healthy ones. And this is a very healthy boundary that's going to help communication. And I think this young man's um, stature in the eyes of his now new in-laws. He was marrying a woman from Korea and he thought, you know what I want to do for Sohee and for the family? I want to learn to speak Korean. So there he is. It's the reception. He stands up. The family, even his fiance, now wife, had no idea that he had been spending so much time trying to learn the language. So there's Ben getting a little nervous. <gasps> Can he do this? Will he do this? And he does his thank you speech and kind of that thank you for bringing me into the family. And Ben did it all in Korean. The family, like the look on their face was complete shock. They had no idea he'd been spending so much time and energy into learning the Korean language. And he did it really, really well. And so he just wanted to make sure that they knew that he valued their culture and wanted just to say, I'm here and I'm, I'm in it to win it. Incredible. Learn to second language. Now that is love. Hey, thank you so much for joining us here today on Good Company, whether it be through the radio, maybe you're using a smart speaker or streaming at joyradio.ca. It is a pleasure to be hanging out with you. And I love this story. And I want to share it with you as it's a feel-good story. And I just think sometimes we need to hear a whole lot to counteract some of the things that we are hearing on the news. And this is a story of a principal. Um, His name, and it sounds like a very serious principal name, Principal Jason Smith. Like, that's kind of a name to be feared, maybe. And if your name's Jason or Smith, my apologies. But here's this principal, and he looks like a very big dude. And he gets a call. Raven's acting up again. (sighs) Raven. She'd been in and out of the office multiple times that year. And so as he's walking to to the classroom, she's sitting out the classroom on a chair. And uh, the offense was she threw a yogurt cup during the lunch break. So he looks at her and he was like, is this the behavior that you would have at a restaurant? Raven looked at him and said, I've never been to a restaurant. Where she had been, 
in and out of a ton of foster homes. And it was in that moment that Jason really felt like this child did not need disciplinary action. She needed some stability. She needed a win when in a lot of cases, she just kept being fed losses. And so dealt with the situation and went home and just couldn't shake the, the, like the feeling he had. So he talked to his wife about Raven and they had been dealing with infertility, um, adoptions and, and foster care situations that hadn't gone well. And they talked to Raven's social worker. They talked to Raven. Long story short, they opened up their homes to be foster parents for Raven. Well, in 2017, it went more than just a foster relationship into an adoption relationship. Raven said at first she really tested those boundaries thinking, okay, they're just going to get rid of me like all the other homes have. They were sincere and she could tell that there was love in the home and they extended it to her without any strings attached. And now uh, she has her own new family and she's gone to university and she's studying to be a social worker. She's graduated and her life has completely taken on a different trajectory. So a beautiful story of someone just listening to those promptings in their heart. This child doesn't need discipline. This child needs love. I'm Holly Taylor. We're sharing our stories essentially of turning lemons into lemonade after the story of Kaylee, who was left at the altar but did not let that weigh her down. She continued to have a party with the people who were supporting her and loving her through that valley. And so it was a beautiful time. Laughter, great pictures, because yes, there was a professional photographer there as well. And it was a moment that could have been so devastating. But now she's got stories and is encouraging other people. So what are your lemons to lemonade stories? we got some text messages at 905-338-1250. Producer Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I got a text message here from Mark. He says, uh, once upon a time, he went to school for social work. Wasn't cut out for it. He's now working in business and says he can help people out a lot more with that degree. Amazing. Yeah. Especially now. Makes sense, hey? If you're in social work, you're like in the throngs of it. I don't know if I could emotionally handle that. No, that's too much. But to be able to have business and then be able to financially support the initiatives of those who are in the trenches. I mean, it's amazing how God can use different body parts to create one whole picture. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing your story today. You just never know how God will use your situation to glorify him, to further the kingdom. It's amazing how when we make a plan, sometimes God has other plans for us. I heard that saying, want to make God laugh? Make a plan. Yeah. When we forget to include God in our plans, well, sometimes they just don't go the way we think they'll go because he's got something better for us.